As I have just said in the Irish language, which is the ancient language of the Irish people, a language that's over 5,000 years old, and I'm always conscious as I'm in Australia, that that language at 5,000 years old arrived in a country that had a culture of 65,000 years old, so I am very pleased to recognize and honor the original occupants of Australia and honor their elders present and past and their descendants, and indeed express my admiration for those who have contributed to the Australian team. We will continue to do so. Let me begin uh, by saying what a great pleasure it is to be here. Uh, first of all, I have to correct the record. I'm afraid Galway United are in serious trouble. The draw against St. Pat's simply wasn't good enough, but there's a game coming up uh, against Dundalk, which could be trying, and then there's another. But uh, we're really, with Sligo, we're ahead in goal difference, so there's hope. <laughs> obviously, as president, I don't get the time to interact with the team as much as I did in the past. May I say, first of all, what a very great pleasure it is for me to be here. And on my own behalf and Sabina's behalf, thank you for that warm welcome. I'm accompanied by the Tarnish, the Francis Fitzgerald, who's the Minister for Employment and Innovation in Ireland and Deputy Prime Minister. And we have had a wonderful visit, meeting so many different sections of, 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 of Australian society and the interaction between Australian society. May I say first of all as well that I'm pleased to be here at the Lansdowne Club. I think I sent the Lansdowne Club a special message for Lola Podrick. For Lola Podrick. I heard that the three paragraphs that in Irish were beautifully rendered. And also I have to say that I want to pay tribute to all of those who are of such assistance to making contact between Irish people. And as we would say in Irish, cooperating and helping each other. I think what you've just heard is a very interesting history of the relationship uh, in relation to rugby. I think Ireland's connection is a deep one because Australia's first international match in, 18, in, in 1899 was against a touring British Isles team composed of players from Britain and Ireland. The visitors lost their first match, but may I say it, won the remaining three, and thus a certain great rivalry was brought into being. I think, as you have heard, and as you heard all of the names that have just been listed, their names alone tell you, if you like, the heritage that is there at the heart of Australian rugby. I do want to say, may I say immediately, the decision to have a second Lansdowne Cup for women's competition is something that will be widely, widely, widely welcomed. And I have to say, you were mentioning about your experience in 1994. Uh, I was Minister for Arts, Sports, uh, Heritage, and the Gaelic at the time. We could hear you in Mespel Road roaring. <laughs> but, 
but the point is very simply this is that I was there at that first game uh, when we had a, a temporary victory against Australia. I was away for the second game. But I think that I think it's a very, the Lansdowne Cup, a perpetual trophy between our two countries, is a very fine expression of the relations between our two countries. It's a very, this is my first visit to Australia, long overdue. Uh, my grandfather's brother and sister came in 1862. And of my grandfather's family of seven, five eventually were in Australia by 1875. And then in the next generation, my uncle, my father's brother, is buried in Toowoomba, and my aunt is buried in Warwick. And then currently, somebody who is familiar with the Lansdowne Club, my nephew, Kevin Higgins, has a business here in Sydney. So all these generations are connected with Australia. And I have to say as well, as a move through, we have been, I have been started in Perth, and, and I have been in Melbourne, and I've been in Hobart, and here I'm in Sydney, and we're going on to Warwick and Brisbane before I finish my visit to Australia. But everywhere one goes, I've been at the library today, and I've been, if you like, at the site of where those Irish women uh, came. Uh, every aspect of Ireland's connection, its convict uh, dimension, which is terribly important, and particularly the female part of that. Often we're thinking this morning of the 4,114 female orphans between 14 and 24. We have been visiting about how they came here and came ashore and went on to make lives, and indeed some of them to produce great rugby players. And then I think as well those who settled, as I've said, in when my my uncle, granduncle came in 1862, would be just after the Land Act. But then separate from that, there were those who made contributions to the professional legal side of, of Australia's history, from Bark on, William Hearn, and the very great John Henry Plunkett, and so many others. What's very interesting, our relationship with each other is multi-stranded, multi-layered, across all those generations that I mentioned. And where the Lansdowne Club then fits in is that it has been since particularly two great waves of immigration of the 1980s and after what we like to call the economic contraction of 2007, what came to Australia were highly qualified people who've had a welcome in terms of their contribution to the Australian economy and society. And I have been speaking elsewhere during the last two weeks of the opportunities that exist and there are just simply, so we'd say, an Irish gone children without limit for Irish and Australian people to cooperate, both in terms of economics, trade. But the sport is just one of those great, great, great ways in which people can, in fact, transcend all boundaries. I'm very proud of being patron of the RFU, and I think that it is an all-island, um, wonderful gathering of people who are committed to sport. I have to say, I was very pleased as President of Ireland when I attended the games, the first game of the Women's Rugby Club World Cup in Dublin, and also when they visited Farmley, which is a neighbouring house close to Orsanutron, and I had a reception for them. And it, everybody who came, uh, we leave aside the question of results for the moment, they, uh, they all paid tribute to the high level of organisation and what a great experience it was. That gave us 
great encouragement for our bid for the 2023 World Cup. That bid has my full support as President of Ireland and as a person who supports sport, enjoys sport and gets benefit from sport and all of the community across different sports. And I think there's the bid, Dick Spring came to say bid in, in Oris and Uthron with Brian O'Driscoll and others, and the Irish bid is a very, very complete document. The decision in 2015 uh, to prepare a bid, the presentation in 2016, and I'm very, we are very, very positive that we've addressed every, every issue. I think it has the support not just of Mays, President of Ireland, but all of the authorities in Northern Ireland. It also represents something very, very significant and incredible. I remember a senator when I was in the, part, in the other part of my life saying that he wouldn't pass out cold if he went in the gate of Croke Park and rugby was being played. But he was present with me at the game and he didn't pass out and he was roaring in nature. Just the same as all the rest of us. So I think that the bid shows an incredible cooperation between those who have responsibility for Ireland's traditional Gaelic games. And indeed, it isn't just in terms of Gaelic football and hurling, which is growing all the time. And there are 460 clubs now outside of Ireland. And I think about 19 or something in Australia. But also its contribution through practice to what is the, the international rules game and all of the rest. But I think the, we're pooling resources for the bid, and that is very important. And something that was very important, I remember, when the bid was going in first that I mentioned, I said one of the most significant things, if you like sport and that, is the build-up and going, being able to walk to where the venue, where the game will be played, and going home from the venue and knowing that people can go in peace and people can also enjoy a competitive spirit between each other, roar their heads off. Of course, we absolutely have a most dignified respect when the kiss and the kicks are being taken, except for, which is a very Irish thing. And I think as well, it, I think all of this is very, very important. The government is, has supported the bid in every way. It has underwritten it. We're quietly confident and quite unashamedly. I'm going on after my visit to Australia, to New Zealand, and we are just hoping for support for the, for the game to be played in <laughs> On that regard, I had most positive conversations with your Governor General, with Mr. Foley, with a number of other people, Mr. Curran and others, who have been very, very positive. All I want to say then for is about today, I think that on days when the rugby is on, be they Autumn Internationals, European Rugby Championship matches, other five nations, there's a special atmosphere and a great excitement. You know, you mentioned, I think, that game in Boston with 50,000 uh, Irish Americans attending. That's part of the pitch we are making as well, because 70 million Irish people, 70 million people around the world claim Irish descent. We will be making an appeal for the diaspora to come and, in fact, be part of the celebration that will take place in 2023. But apart from all of that, you know, and uh, of course, I'm now at a great distance from those Friday nights at 7.45 when I should be in, uh, uh, down wishing, giving blessings to my own team and the other code. Um, the fact of the matter, wherever you are, as player or supporter, 
uh, sport providers with the means to bridge a, a, a great divide, geography, language, history of politics. May I just say as well how moved I was to see the jersey that you showed me just now with its fabulous acknowledgement of great, great, that tradition with which I began when I was acknowledging a welcome. I also think as well as that, something that's very important. I want to thank the players and the coaches who have been going out to the schools and explaining the game. There are times every now and again, and during the same, where somebody I said, it's been in my wheelchair, she said, what happened there? And I'm not quite able to give a very, very straight answer. But all I can tell you is that there are school children who have gained so enormously from Connacht Rugby, for example, and from these seminars that are going on on the rules of the game in the schools of Connacht. The contribution that sports make to young people, encouraging not just fitness and not just respect for health, but encouraging companionship, ethics, character, formation, all of this. And it flows into every other aspect of life. And that is why it is such a very, very appropriate venue that we're here today. That, if you like, the Australian Rugby Union and the Lansdowne Club. May I say it in my own in my language again? We got Ragas Panataris Natlenta Tolichert. Agas Nilin Avrasaram, who will fund sequentilation made at Argenta, Gisan Amata Kacha, Agas Beg, Che An, Beg Less on Machin at Argenta, Le Arik Tolts and Tomatolichert. Translating just to say, I'm very confident, I want to wish the Australian Rugby Union and their wonderful new facilities, which are superior, I think, to those facilities that they know Brian is offering his horses in Ireland. <laughs> and I also think, and that I assure you is a great compliment, <laughs> but I also want to say how appropriate it is that we are here at the Lansdowne Club, which has been acting such a great spirit of fraternity. You see, the way it is in Ireland about the importance of rugby, people do surveys to help the big, saying, you know, 76% of those interviewed can name a rugby player. 54% of theirs can, within a fraction of a second, mention Brian O'Driscoll's name, all of them. The fact of the matter is, is, is that sport is so important. It has been a very, very great privilege to be able, as part of my visit to Australia, to be a guest of yours, and I deeply thank you for that on my own behalf, my wife's behalf, and those who are travelling with me. Got a meal, Thank you.